Welcome to that American football show powered by EP Sports. EP Sports is the top supplier in the UK for all your American football needs, helping players and coaches reach their potential since 2007. Check them out at epsports.co.uk. On today's show, it's just me and Joe again. Um, I mean, second week of the ELF, some cracking games on this weekend. Uh, and the power rankings have been shaken up a, a fair amount, I'd say. Uh, but all is discussed in today's episode, uh, so let's get into it. Uh, but first, some news. We finally got our first news of the ELF. Uh, Shantavius Jones, the machine from the first ELF season, was unfortunately released by the Canadian Football League. But the is it the, the Kings made no hesitation in yeah. snapping him up. Very quick. When a player like that comes along, you've got to, like, if you've got the... The possibility to make some manoeuvres and bring him in, I think you've got to do it. Like I feel bad for David McCants, obviously, sort of being the casualty of bringing in Shontavious Jones. But when you look at the Leipzig Kings, their running game wasn't too strong in week one. Maybe they thought perhaps that this wasn't going to go as they might have hoped. And with Jordan Barlow being a decent quarterback, thought why not bring in a top, top draw weapon? And Shontavious Jones is exactly that guy. And it's going to be... Interesting to see what he does this year because in one game he kind of showed what yeah. he's all about again. On like three days of training or something. <laughs> yeah, it's mental. It's mental. He's so good, but it's so good to have him back because for me, I think he was... He him was, and Constant were the touchdown leaders, weren't they? No, uh, him and Canoodle were the, were the... Yeah, they shared it last year. Uh, but Constant, yeah, Constant was yardage, but it's good to have someone like that because for me, it was... Even though I was happy for him getting the CFL, it was also gutting that he was leaving the league because he was so much fun last year. It's a bit of a shame, really. Like, he's a great player. If you watch the Kings game, you'll see that he's already got a touchdown on his resume. Opposite Double Wolf, it's a phenomenal mm. pair in that. But, I mean, if, if he's getting dropped from the CFL, you've got to imagine that talent's going to be so high because, I mean, at this rate, I think only one or two... Um, ELF players have stuck in the CFL so far. It would be Keanu. Yeah. He's on the practice squad with someone, and I think there's another player still sticking around. Uh, trying to think who's still there. I'm, I'm, all, all the only thing that's coming to my mind is all the USFL boys because I know Kevonte Turpin. I, I think Turpin, I don't hold me to this, but he was leading reception yards last yeah. week. Yeah. And they think he's going to go as well. Sorry, what was that? I've seen some Madre Hat London highlights in the USFL as well. Yeah. Yeah, Madre's had like sort of a spotted sort of start, hasn't he? But he yeah. seems to be getting underway now. And then there's the lads that are all going through the international pathway scheme with the NFL, like Davo and that. With yeah, the of course. AFC South. Um, and other bit of news, Trey King released from the Centurions. Um, obviously, he had a pretty big first week. Um, I think in the in the game itself, they were kind of going, well, the announcer was going like, where's Trey King? Like, why is he not playing? And then like the day later, they announced they released him. Yeah, apparently it was supposedly as well. I didn't, I completely missed this, but apparently in the game preview, it'd been mentioned. So it kind of went, it was there, but it was fairly, fairly under the radar. But shame is personal reasons. So he's gone back to the States. Uh, maybe it just wasn't working out. We don't know too too much about the ins and outs, but yeah, it's time for Cologne to well find a replacement, do some changes. And I mean, that means that's one more import they get. Gonna yeah, gonna be offensive. Of course, you can only have two import US, US, Mexican, Canadian, or Japanese imports on one side of the ball. 
at one time. So it's going to be an offensive player. Uh, I think it's going to be running back again. It would make a lot of sense. Their wide receivers are strong. Weinreich certainly gets the job done. Exactly. Could throw a few interceptions, but I mean, two games they've put over 40 points on now. Exactly. Exactly that. So yeah, um, the moves have started. Uh, I think looking at it, all teams' rosters have come out pretty full force. So I think it's just whoever can master their their rosters at this point because the injuries will start racking up. Yeah. Anyway, let's move into uh, this weekend's games. We'll start with the Saturday ones. We had uh, the Raiders, Tyrol Raiders, going to the Cologne Centurions. And we had the Istanbul Rams playing the Berlin Thunder. And just want to put out a disclaimer. Our power rankings have been shook up a lot and they are very hard to call now because teams are just performing against one team and not performing against another and it makes no sense. Um, very much in the case of the Rams and, and Thunder because we, we, we were like, okay, the Rams may have some here. We were like, the Thunder look trash. But Thunder pummel the Rams. Mm. Um, I mean, the the I watched the game. It started off strong. Both teams looked like they were doing stuff, but then the Rams just could not get it going anywhere. Um, just really struggling, and the the Thunder just looked like. I mean, I, I mean, after now facts that they played Hamburg, and that's why they didn't do too well in the first week. But they looked great. They were just putting points and points. Defense was playing. Yeah, yeah. Jock Crawford as well turned up, which is nice to see him playing. 122 yards, three touchdowns. That's the Jock Crawford we know. He was. He went quite under the radar, well, very much so in that first game when the when the Thunder just couldn't get much offense going at all against Hamburg. But yeah, it was it was good to see. And, and defensively, they were super strong. The only touchdown for the um for the Rams was a punt return, I believe, wasn't it? Well, so, yeah, right at the beginning, it was a literally took the took the ball off the punter's foot and just yeah. ran it straight in. But then, by, yeah, yeah, by fellow Brit, uh, um. Chad Warrand, who ran that back. So that was nice to see. But yeah, the the Rams just struggled. I looked at their, um, I heard about their, their third down conversion. They've converted three out of 15 third downs. It's not good. It's not great, is it? And I think that's where they're going to, going to be, they're going to need to improve that. If they, if they want to, they want to come into the league, they had a really good first week and everyone was pretty, even though they lost, everyone was, thinking cool this was the team that we thought might be bottom they're going to be competitive they need to be more like they were in week one which brings us to the centurions yes so what last week they, it was like what like 42 39 or something like it was a high scoring game close 40, 38 game. yeah 40, 38 and this and the raiders we who we'd been like okay they, they lost the close game to vienna fair fair that's no one really knows anything but I mean, Cologne took an early lead. I think they went out to like 22 nil or something. Yeah, it was a big lead at the beginning. Raiders bring it back and take the lead. I mean, we'll get, we'll break it down both, but Sean Shelton had a game. Yes, he did. And then Cologne bring it back with a nail biting finish. And like, it was, it was a great game. Wasn't expecting it, but just to, to, like the Cologne's offense, Jan Weinreich, like, I can't really get it because. He he makes these huge throws and like literally all the way down the field and they get caught. It's amazing. Then he just, sometimes he makes these really inept decisions and he just throws an interception. You're like, what is going on here? And uh, yeah, that cl- that cl- Quentin Pounds 
nothing needs to be said. He's yeah. very much. I, th- I think last year he was a bit injured, had a few injuries. Mm. I mean, we'd heard a lot about him, but we weren't seeing it. Gene Constant was taking a lot of the, sh- the light off him, but man, he threw for a touchdown in this game. He was on. I mean, I need to talk to Davy Day at first down fantasy football and ask him how many points I get for a wide receiver touchdown. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the Raiders. I mean, Sean Shelton stiff armed the D lineman. That was sick. Unbelievable play. Yeah. Um, it, out of all the arms in the ELF, he's got the like. It, it sounds really cliche. He's got the biggest laser. Like he can fire a ball quick mm. into a small target. Like some of the the throws into the red zone are so tight. For sure, for sure. And you can see why Sean. Obviously, we've we've met him, spoke to Sean. He's such a lovely guy, and you can see why he's so well loved uh, with American football in that region of Austria. He's just a an absolute legend and people were kind of thinking right out you know how is Sean going to adapt to the ELF you know the the quality is, is going to be a big jump up and he's even though the Raiders have lost two I think Sean's been very impressive in both games and I think if he stays just how he is and the Raiders work on other little bits and pieces especially I, I, I don't have an issue with the offense of the Raiders I think the offense is fine it is just the defense it's that secondary was really kind of getting blown wide open in that game. Mm-hmm. I understand the Centurions have now gone from the, the best running game in the league <laughs> to like one of the best passing games in the league. It's it's mental what is going on down there. The Centurions are such a fun team. Uh, but yeah, the, the Raiders secondary really did struggle. And that's something they're going to need to... It's going to, it's going to be something they need to improve on this season, especially with... Yeah. Two close losses, though. I mean, they lose to the Vikings, who we're very high on. Yes. By, what, three points? And now they lose to Cologne by three points. But Cologne just lost to the... Beat the Rams by, like, three points. So, are Cologne good? Yes, they are. I think they are. I think they're one of these teams. They're like the... um, They're like the Chiefs back in 20... 20- 17 was it when they beat the Rams by that? Yeah, it doesn't matter if they can't score, if they can't stop the other team from scoring as long as they can keep scoring. Exactly. And that, that's what they remind me of. And they're, yeah, fun is just the word. That's the word I used for the Rams last week. But I think that's what we get with the Centurions. And if their defense can improve a lot more, it has improved since last season. But if that defense gets even better, they are, you know, they, they could be a serious team to reckon with. And I don't think anyone had that thought going into the season at all. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fun that the, the Centurions have, have gone from, like you said, that team last year that they could score a lot. I mean, they had Madre London, who was the offensive MVP by far, but they just couldn't win games because they couldn't stop them on defence. But now they're doing that. They are stopping them just enough that their offence can win them the game. Mm. Who are they playing next week? They've got Dragons. Ooh, they got yeah, them. that's the one that Tim's Tim's going to that game, isn't oh, he? Mate, Tim's locked yeah. out the game there. Christ. Yeah, big early like in the south southern conference. There's going to be a, a massive. You have got three teams on uh, that are two and zero, oh, so you have to make sure you make those games count. And we'll touch on the Dragons game at the end because that's the highlight. Oh, that's what you want to wait to the end, okay? And, uh, so if, if you're happy, we'll go for another South team. You got the Panthers at the Surge. Yep. Though we weren't expecting 28 25 to the Panthers, yes, 
comfortably put the surge in the the basement of the power rankings. Mm. Come out and do this. I mean, you were showing me highlights of our man David Mazer. Yes, he is a man. Yeah, it was one of them. I had to tweet David and just said, "Mate, you're just a monster." Like he he takes it takes at least four people to tackle him if he's going at a good pace. Like that's just unthinkable. The the boy is just yeah, he's just he's just massive. Him and the surge were a lot better as well, which was nice to see. They're just Randy had a much better game as well, which was nice to see. You know the Panthers may be one of the best defenses in this league, but Randy was. Like they were thrown a lot deeper this game, which I think helps them massively when it comes to personnel with the surge, as we mentioned, young team, not really too many massive standout names, but they seem to be getting better as a side. The Panthers, I'm still high on the Panthers and I think they've got so much potential, but they are just not, they're two and oh, which you can't, if you're going to play not to your best and you still win, that's pretty damn good. But I think there's so much more potential in this side. They were fortunate to, in a way, to get away with a win here. It was sort of some good fourth quarter play for them that managed to push them over that line because the surge were coming back and the crowd was the crowd was getting loud. And I think the surge fans are feeling a lot more excited about this season. That, yeah, which is important. I tell you what, it's beautiful stadium. That surge one, it's small, but it's nice. And I saw some of the corporate and media stuff it looks really pleasant I'm, you know i might have to take a little visit to uh <laughs> to stuttgart and go there and i yeah i had the the president of uh the panthers <laughs> send me a tweet i was just curious asking you know who's watching what game and i just got a, a photo of him on the pitch i was like okay cool yeah pretty jealous that's better better than the uh living room in my house <laughs> yeah exactly um but yeah the, the panthers justice hansen I think had a better week this week. He's just going to be slowly improving. And Darius Robinson had a punt return touchdown. I talked about him last week against the Kings. So he had one taken off. He's the best punt returner in this league, I think, by a long way. He just... Last year, he came in about halfway through, didn't he? Automatically, mm. all you heard was Darius Robinson getting returns. Yeah, and that's just how that's, he's just such a big game player for this. Panthers side he's such a, a leader as well I think I'm, I'm literally saying exactly what I said last week this time he got that touchdown so the Panthers they're going to need to improve they've got the platform though they're 2-0 they're, they're top of the Northern Conference they can't moan really with the results and how they've gone but they will improve I think and they will get better they did it last year they started off strong went on a bit of a lull then came back really strong yeah. towards the end but and the surge I think that's it's a, it's a loss but I don't think they were massively expecting to win that game, if I'm going to give them all due respect. But they've shown to everyone that they have got something going on there and they're not going to be pushovers every week at all. I mean, the surge have had it rough. Their first three weeks, they get Dragons, Panthers, Vienna. Yeah, it's not it's not easy. A hard start. But yeah, I mean, it's good to see them get better because you want the fans to keep wanting them. For sure. Right, on to the next game. F Ryan Fire at the Leipzig Kings. The the upstart Fire, who personally, for the record, I wanted in the top four my power rankings, but was told to put them down to what? Eight. eight. Yeah. They they topped the Kings 28-17. And and in a more I mean, obviously they beat the Galaxy, who have seemingly taken a step back. 
But I mean, you are high on the Kings. They they put a they put a boot on the Kings there, and they they come out with a strong win. Yeah, the, this game I think from a Kings point of view was frustrating. It was so close, and the Kings. It's, it's really tough to to explain this game because you, no one really had it. The Kings were in a good position going into the fourth quarter. I felt, but they had back to back fumbles, and it was touchdown and field goal. And it was two-point conversion as well of that touchdown. So that's what took the game away. It was 17-17 going into the last quarter. Really set up well. And I, yeah, in fact, I think overall, they think the Kings drives went fumble, fumble, interception, interception. Oh, dear. Um, granted, the last interception was just, you know, a bit of hero ball kind of going on um, from from uh, Jordan. But the he, he Jordan Barlow, I think, Played another good game. We mentioned Shontavious Jones, Dable Wolf is there. July they have a they have a good core on their offense. Their defense was brilliant. Bombeck again was monstrous. But the Ren fire, the Ryan fire, just they are just that team that are so well drilled. They're so efficient and they don't make any mistakes and they capitalize off the other team's mistakes. That's just how I feel about them. Going back to another going back to a team in the NFL, they, they remind me a lot of what the Patriots have done sort of in more recent years of just being so clever with what they're doing and waiting for forcing mistakes from the other team and then just making sure that you don't pass up that opportunity. <coughs> so do you think that is the effect of them having by far the most experienced head coach of Tom Sula? A hundred percent. They can essentially, even though, I mean, Tom Sula was or credit to coach, he was ousted from the league quite quickly from when he got to a head coach position. But that's like it's like saying the worst head coach in the NFL is going to be the best head coach in the ELF. Yeah. Maybe we're already seeing that in the way that he's got this team prepared for games. Yeah. And they just they seem to have the fundamentals done correctly, which is what you need in a in a league like the ELF where sometimes we can have very flashy players and sometimes the fundamentals aren't done correctly a team like that will prosper and will, you know, end up with a positive record. And the Ren the Fire are that team. Matt Adam, yet again, does what he needs to do. Him and Robitaille. Robitaille is a really good wide receiver. I like him a lot. And Newtel, Canutel, like compliments the team well as well. They are just seem to... And Ajumon is a great runner. They just have, like... Yeah, and they just seem to be... They know what they're doing. I don't think they're too flashy, too exciting, but they're just smart is the word I would use. Okay. I mean, guess to a point when you're, you keep saying the Kings are so good, are they? I think they are. I think the two losses have been heart, heartbreakers for them, uh, but they, they will win games and they will improve. Because it gets to a point where they're a team with Shantavius Jones, with Dabley Wolf, with with John Barr, it's like, if they keep losing, are they that good? But, I, yeah, I, I think still pump the brakes. We'll see how they do next week. Who, who yeah. are they playing? Uh, next week, they have... Um, yes. It's, game. it's a Northern, yeah, Northern Conference grudge game, that one. That'll be a toughie. Um, Vikings at the, the Hamburg Galaxy. Uh, Vienna. Frankfurt. Sorry, Frankfurt Galaxy, yeah. Vikings... Come on, thirty to ten. I mean, the the galaxy do not look 
like the champions that they were. I mean, I mean, if we look back to last year, they their their offense. I mean, their defense was just stonewalling teams and would allow Jadun to lead that offense to get some wins. But I mean, credit where credit's due. The Vikings have have blown the doors off if they've come into the league. Mm. But I mean, Galaxy, it's it's a bit it's a bit of a, a, a weird thing to just not see him so dominant. Yeah, it's tough. And losing Jacob Sullivan is, is difficult. He missed this game. Football were reporting that he's 50-50 to play next week, which I don't know when it comes to that. I kind of think that then that he's probably not going to, but that's just my that's my opinion. Uh, Johan Necht came in playing at quarterback. And, you know, he was all right. He, he, he did as much as he probably could do, but it is just difficult. That Vienna Vikings defence is... Is actually very very good. Um, I wasn't expecting them to be quite as impactful as they have been already. You know, the uh, block punt for the first touchdown opened the scoring, and a pick six closed it. So it shows just what their defense and sort of special teams can do. And it was straight. Uh, he had his second pick six in two games, which is pretty impressive to do back to back. Jackson Erman, yet again, some big lovely throws which we, we've seen that he's got an absolute cannon for an arm and we, we like to see that happen a bit more. Um, as, yeah, fortunately for the Galaxy, Adams is now out for the season, um, which is tough losing that running back there. Uh, things just seem to be going wrong for the Galaxy and things seem to be going very right for the Vikings at the moment. They they look at their division, they're 2-0 and everyone else in the division is 0-2. See, I think it's funny that you say the defense is what stands out for the Vikings because I look at the offense and I'm like, it's hard to describe because I want to say they they look like they're grown men playing amongst kids, but like all, all the players just look a bit bigger than everyone else. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. Like I just kind of looked and I was like, man, are the, are the Vikings like all like vets from the NFL? Looks <laughs> like it. Yeah, they do look like big boys. I'll give you that. It's yeah, they're just this. T- I think. I don't know. It, with the Vikings, it's kind of nothing has massively stood out to me, and I've gone wow, wow. Yeah. But two massive results against the the two hardest teams in their conference, and they've gone and won straight off. I mean, that's huge. That puts them in the, for them to reach the playoffs now. It's it's weird. It's been only been two weeks, but you know that's a massive step. To the question, like, so the Vikings only just topped the Raiders. And this is the Raiders who only just lost to Cologne, but they've just batted Ham- um, Frankfurt. So, our Fra- I mean, I mean, at, at this rate, we need to still know how good Frankfurt Frankfurt is in context yeah. with everyone else, because the Vikings, you could say, have played the Raiders and the Galaxy, and if you're classing the Galaxy as a bottom team, their records aren't their their, their games maybe aren't as impressive as say like um, Cologne, Panthers, Dragons, stuff like that. Yeah, true, true. So I, uh, I think they're very good, but I think they 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 still need to. What? Well, who's their next game? I think we just said it before. It was like the third or something, wasn't it? Yeah, um, it is. Yeah, I think the surge will play them hard, but I still think the Vikings will win this. But I mean, when's their first like big game? So the what for the or for the Vikings? Yeah. They got the Panthers in week five. I think that's going to be their first big, big challenge. Yeah, I mean, as a person, I'm still quite. I still think the Raiders do have something, and I think I think it's very underrated the fact they went into Tyrrell and got that win. 
I think going away against your big rivals, I, I, I would think that was a harder game than Frankfurt for sure. But yeah, from now on, you know, it's Surge, Rams, and then Panthers. And if the Panthers don't pack, you know, pack up their ideas soon, they the Vikings could be five and zero after five weeks, and we could sit here and go, "Cool, that's one playoff team sorted." By the looks of things. Not, yeah, yeah, definitely. And then we can move on to the week's game of the week. I think we can say, yeah, um, two teams who we had we were high on. Barcelona Dragons go to Hamburg Sea Devils and come out with a win, 24 to 21. Um, I mean, I think it's been quite put out on social media is a disappointment with the ELF Game Pass had such troubles to show this. Um, it is what it is. There's a lot, I mean, I'm not going to get too much into it, but it needs to be improved. Um, regardless, we watched the game. Dragons get an excellent win in Hamburg. It was a bloody close game. Um, like it was it was 21-21 till right to the end. And then Barcelona get a good field goal. And then the, there was a mm, two badish calls. The refereeing all game had been good. They had like an American referee was dead good. But like there was a, a to be fair, it went both ways. There was a clear Hamburg fumble. That was recovered by the Dragons. That was just ruled as a no fumble. And then there was was it was it a catch? What is that? Was that Gene Constant? Yeah, Gene when Constant. it's kind of on the yeah. ground, and it's a hard one because he did he caught it on the floor. If that makes sense, like as he's catching it, it's touching the floor. So I get why they ruled it as a drop, but it was like that was that would be a hard that, that was game changing. See, so for me, coming from like a cricket background. If, it, if any part of the ball is touching the ground, it's not a catch. That in, in my eyes, that's how. So for me, I think it wasn't. I know the rules are, are quite sort of not too transparent when it comes to catches, but I th- I, I thought that was a that was a hard one that could have gone either way. Whereas I thought the fumble, it, it was a fumble. Um, but yeah, this yeah this game was brilliant though. I'm jealous that you got to watch. You know, the you got to watch all of it, if not most of it. There's just the dragons are just this team. I mean, I think me and you both thought, yeah, the drag. We both said that dragons are going to go into Hamburg and win. And a lot of people called us. Um, a lot of people called us crazy. I think really. Lock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But ah, the dragons. They just seem to be this team. There's just there's this aura around them. That's how I feel. I think Zach <laughs> Edwards has taken such. A, I, even though he was brilliant last year, Zach has taken a leap this year. His his running <laughs> was just insane. That boy doesn't slide. No, he, he, doesn't... he needs to learn to slide because he got hit, man. Zach, you get hit. Stop getting hit. Yeah. That that yeah, <laughs> it's brutal to see him getting popped, but yeah, he's just feeling himself at the moment. And why not? They're just the, the dragons and they're yeah, again, Fernandez and Rodriguez on the defense. They're just and they've got who's that? Is it Belinda? Um, someone in their backfield, I think, called Belinda or something, and he was, yeah. he was making a couple of key plays towards in Benita, something like that. But I mean, my bit, my my biggest, obviously, I can go on about the Dragons for ages. My biggest takeaway is Gene Constant was not really a name like until his was it or was it not a catch at the end? 
I was saying this to you guys, the only thing I was seeing his name on was punt returning, and he was he's a good punt returner. He's mm. very quick and agile, but man, like, did you... He, there's a reason Zach was top of touchdowns or something near that because of Gene Constant. Like, he, he was an incredible receiver. And whilst the Hamburg do have someone else who's number 16, I can't remember his name on top of my head. Um, what, Carl Sweet, you're talking about Flores? Flores. No, not no for that for Hamburg, number 16. Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about Cortez, he was called. Um, he he was taking a lot of the ball for Hamburg. I mean, Trey Glentunga, I don't know what I'm thinking. He he my god, he he was carrying that team for a lot of it. Um Cisse, he has certainly has some very big plays in him. He's very good at scrambling, but I mean it, it, they, I think they lost the game because Cisse wasn't making some of the plays that needed to be made. Um, the defence for Hamburg was playing well. There's only so much you can do. I mean, like, honestly, honestly, I didn't think I saw a running back on the Dragons until, like, end of the second quarter. They just always had their receivers on, quick slants. It's it's unbeatable because either Sweet or Flores is open and you can't really cover which one. And then you got Plues as the third string. Mm. And then when they do have a running back, um, Montani was so good. A little shovel pass. Picked up a lot of yards. Like, that offence is absolutely beast in them because no no team can keep up with it. And then, as you said, the defence with Rodriguez and Fernandez, Like, whilst I don't think they're as as top as they were last year, like they were making a lot of plays last year, it's consistent and overall good enough now that they are they are winning teams or they're beating teams with their defence as well as their offence now. Yeah. And that is the thing. That is the thing. And you need that team to sort of come together and the, the Dragons are just... We we knew there was always something special about them because we saw... Do you remember they went through that point? I think it was about sort of like week... They, they lost their first five games or something straight. Yeah, straight and then they just went on a crazy win streak and nearly made the playoffs. So it's... It's one of those, they've started off well this time. You look at the South, you're going to have to win games by the looks of things. Bearing in mind that as it stands, I know it's only two weeks in, it's the South that will get those two teams into the into the playoffs. You just got to keep winning. You just got to keep keep going and going into Hamburg. That's probably going to be, on, pa- on paper, that's probably their hardest game of the season. Mm-hmm. If we're going off just what week one was like for them and et cetera, et cetera, having to go over to Germany to, Ham, uh, to Hamburg. And they, they're yet to play a game at home. And Barcelona's going to be bouncing with Tim there. Yeah, it, yeah, it's in Barcelona, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So I don't know, this team is, is, the sky is the limit for them, I believe. They've just got to stay grounded. Yeah. And I think they could definitely go and win at, you know, at least nine games this year. I mean, I'm proud to be a Dragons fan right now. What are the Dragons going to do with their motto, though? Because it was feel the fire. I know you can't have that. Oh, what, because of the... fire. <laughs> Someone did tweet... Oh, no, I was. I thought I said the things, but I think it is still feel the fire. Okay. Feel the flames. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's get into our power rankings show. So let's get up Tim and Craig's Yeah, by our side. Right. Is there a clear top or bottom? I don't think there is. I think there's a clear bottom. 
Is it the Rams? I think so. Well, Tim's got the Rams bottom. Craig's got the Rams 11th above the surge, but I don't think he watched the surge game too No. Far. Yeah, I think we could put Rams at the bottom. Sorry, Tyrese. Yeah, sorry, boys. Um, yeah, I, I think the surge are next. They are, they are winless as well. Um, Even though they did show... It's bad. I want to put them below Galaxy, below the surge at this point. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, it's a bit low, isn't it? Yeah, it's too low. Yeah, so we've, the surge played good though, man. They did. They yeah. did, but there's this bit. They all just become quite the same. Um, fine. I mean, yeah. Tim's got the surge. Craig had the surge. Twelfth. I have to agree with you all. Surge. <laughs> Tenth. So Tim's got the Thunder. Fair. Yeah. Craig has got the Galaxy. I think that's too low for the Galaxy. Uh, but it's tough though, because someone has to go here. The Thunder went and did a massive win. Like I'd say if you put the Thunder against the Galaxy, the Galaxy would win though. I yeah, I think I agree. And then that's 3v1. So we're going with the Thunder. Okay. Okay. Right. So does that mean the Galaxy's 10th? I think we all agree for that then. Or 9th, sorry. Yeah, I think Galaxy 9th. Tim has put in brackets here too many injuries. So and I, I agree with that. Yeah, they are getting dealt a rough hand. Yeah, losing your starting quarterback one week in is not an easy job. No. But here's hope Sullivan comes back because he does make the league more exciting. Um, number seven. Ooh, so seven, eight. eight. Craig has got the thunder here. Oh. Craig has the king's ninth. I think the kings are here. Um, Personally. Yeah. Yeah, I'd put the kings below the raiders as well, so I agree with that. Yes, yeah, so kings go here. Okay. So now we're seventh, yeah. Yeah. And I think this has got to be the Raiders. I think it does too. I think they're better. I think they're better than this, but two losses. You can't be in the top half if you've lost two. In my yeah, opinion. the only person you could argue is the Centurions who they just lost to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And therefore, and that's the change for me. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Oh, you know when you write a really good looking letter. Yeah. (laughs) So does that mean we put Centurion sixth? Centurion sixth. Yeah. Now this top five is tough. Um. I think the Panthers go here. Right for four. Tim has got the Sea Devils, and Craig has got the Sea Devils. I know we're doing fifth. Sorry, doing fifth. Fifth, I think you're right. With the pa- it's weird. The Panthers won, but they're going to drop two positions in hours because I think the teams that are going above them are showing that they're better at the moment. Yeah, and I've seen both Panthers games pretty close. And as I say, they've got it in them, but they just haven't shown it yet. And I need to show the Panthers it. second, but I don't see how you could put that when they've just closely beaten the surge and were losing at one point. Yeah. 
And he's got the fire at five, which I... I mean, Tim's got the fire at six. See, I've got the fire at fourth. Who did I have in my head? I'm quite high. I had the fire at three. They just put a good win on the Kings. They did, and they've been very impressive in their first two games. I think they were top four team. I, that's why I put... In, I think let's, let's go this from the other angle. Who have you got top? Vikings. I have the Vikings as well, but I talked myself out of it in my spiel, and now I want to put the Dragons at the top. I've got the Dragons second, but I think the Vikings... I if, think... if we're putting the Galaxy... Right, hear me out. Oh, Here's who the Vikings have just played. Who we have just ranked... One, two, three, four, five. Some of just ranked seventh, and some we've just ranked ninth. Whereas the Dragons have just played who we've ranked 11th, and who we're putting like fourth to fifth. Ah, shit, that doesn't help. No, I still think it's the Vikings. I think they've won two divisional games. I, I And the stature, and they, they were above the Dragons already in our power rankings. They were they are already the reigning champs. I don't think there's a reason yeah, to knock them off. We all put the Vikings, so we could put the Vikings yeah. top, and then we could put the Dragons second. What a, what a <laughs> soaring Dragons. Woo! So then it's Fire and Sea Devils, who's third and fourth. I oh, know we had the we had the Sea Devils top, didn't we? I think it's harsh to drop the Sea Devils from first to fourth, either after a close loss with a very good put, team. So, for reference, Tim, as we've all got Vikings, Dragons first two, except for Craig, who was the Panthers second for some reason, and then he's got the Sea Devils fourth and the Fire fifth. Tim has got the Panthers third, Sea Devils fourth, Fire sixth. You're quite low on the Fire as well. Well, I've got them fourth. I had them third and I had Hamburg fourth. But I do agree with you. I think the H Hamburg losing so closely to Barcelona is better than the fire beating the Kings off back-to-back fumbles. -back yeah. I still think the fire, as I say, very well-drilled team. But I'm waiting to see them really just go out and take a game by the scruff of its neck. Would you put Panthers or Fire higher? I would put Fire higher because I'm just, I've been more impressed with them. I really like the Panthers and I think the Panthers have a high ceiling, but I've been more impressed with the Fire. You so both have the Panthers higher. But let me pose this question to you, Joe. Which one of us out of us pair or that pair watch the games? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. That is a fair point. I think we get a say over that because of that. I'm, I'm happy they're not here to argue against. Sorry, guys. That's unfair. So what have we what have we gone for? We've gone Panthers fifth, fire fourth. Yeah. Berg third. Right, I'll read you out our rankings and we'll see if we want to change it. So we've got the Rams bottom at 12, Surge at 11, the Thunder at 10, Galaxy at 9, Kings at 8, Raiders at 7, Centurions at 6, the Panthers at 5th. They've dropped from 4, 3 to 5, okay. Uh, Fire at 4th, big rise. Hamburg dropped down to third. Dragons soar to two, and the Vikings take top place with one. I think that's good. 
Yeah, I'm trying. So our biggest movers there are the Centurions, Dragons. Galaxy going down. Galaxy did fly down as well, yeah. They're our biggest movers then. Okay. Um, so let us know what you think of these power rankings. Uh, because I mean, as we've if you're following any of it online, everyone's got different opinions. Um, but ours is the correct one. So make sure you're telling your friends about us and get them into the ELF. Uh, fantasy football. Don't think this week's out. I've just checked then. But um, how, do you know how your team did? I don't think I did too well. I think I did pretty good. Uh, I just as Hanson, but I had um same. I had the Istanbul defense. I had a double Brit. I had Glenn Tunga and uh, Tyrese at running back. You had a good game. I think I did the same there. But I had Car- I had Carl Sweet. Yeah, I took I took um, pounds, but he had a great game as well. Yeah, true. It's going to be close then. Yeah, man. Trevecchio yeah. kicked well, actually. I had him. Istanbul on offense wasn't a great pick by Adam. <laughs> I think okay. I had the Thunder, actually. Yeah, we had the Thunder. Jeez. On offensive line, yeah. Um, so if you don't know what we're talking about, find them on Instagram. They're called like firstdown.elf uh, or just go on firstdownfantafootball.com. It is good fun. It's it's a good way to learn who you're watching as well. Mm. Um, you can also find that and all of our other stuff on our social medias, which are Joe. Yep. Twitter, Instagram is at TAFS underscore UK and Facebook is that American Football Show. Uh, and then we've also got a Facebook group where we have discussions with uh, all the fans so make sure you're finding that and um, just search for that American football show on facebook uh youtube as well if you are listening and you want to help us out please give us a like please give us a subscribe uh, we're a growing channel uh, and the more we can cover kind of stuff like this the more outreach we get uh, the more positive stuff we're going to be able to do for, around it in all honesty uh joe is there anything you want to touch on before we get going no, I don't believe so. I th- you, the way you said it there, I thought that there was, and I'd written something down, but no, um, <laughs> nothing from me. Apart from thank you to everyone who watched the week one review. Uh, it's nice to have a growing community around this league. So thank you, everyone, for listening. We do appreciate it. Um, if you want to leave us feedback, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, just DM us, slide into the DMs, uh, comment down below, uh, even if it's not positive feedback. <laughs> We, we got it a lot from Saints fans a few years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bad times. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Make sure you head over and check out our friends at EP Sports for any of your NFL or equipment needs. And we will see you next week.